Jesus said to his disciples, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, raised his hands and blessed them. As he blessed them, he parted from them and was taken up to heaven. They did him homage and then returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple praising God. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we are celebrating the great feast of ascension, the solemnity of ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. At this time we are almost in the conclusion of the wonderful season of Easter. Eight days from today we'll celebrate, we will celebrate the great feast the conclusion of our salvation history, the descending of the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. I would like a little word to dwell on this. You shall receive power. We know what is power. Think how we will live without power. Think of your cars, of your cell phone, of your laptop, of your refrigerator, all the things that we use with power. If power for a little minute gone out, all freezes. Here Jesus is telling you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Yes, the Holy Spirit is the power, the strongest power in this world who works in us and through us. How to receive this power? Jesus told and beat his, the first community, those who were 120 people who followed him, stay 
in the city of Jerusalem, praying, fasting, and waiting, I will give you, I will send you the Holy Spirit. In another word, he gave them a novena. Would you like to do this novena also? Because when Jesus said to those, he is the same telling us now. I would suggest to you, even recommend to you, to take this novena. Each one of us, we have different problems and setbacks, family problems, maybe addictions, addiction problems, maybe visiting the pornography. Different, we have different problems. How to get rid from these setbacks and problems? Yes, the Holy Spirit can help us if we take seriously as these days as those disciples took it, listening to Jesus seriously and receive this power and they, they go with this power to testify. We are bidden yet to testify. So try it. Yes, with these words, Jesus took his leave of the apostles. As we heard in the first reading, immediately afterwards, the sacred author adds that, as they were looking on, he was lifting up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. This is the mystery of the ascension that we are celebrating today. But what do the Bible and the liturgy wish to tell us about saying that Jesus was lifted up, lifted up? In fact, the, the verb to lift up was originally used in the Old Testament and refers to royal enthronement. Thus, Christ's ascension means, in the first place, the enthronement of the crucified and risen Son of Man, the manifestation of God's kinship over the world. Yes, as St. Paul says, Jesus is the Lord. Every creature, be it in heaven and on earth, under the sea and on the earth, must kneel in front of this Jesus who won for us the eternal life on the cross. To present the Lord wrapped in clouds calls to mind once and for all the same mystery expressed in the symbolism of the phrase seated at the right hand of God.
In Christ ascended into heaven, the human being has entered into intimacy with God in a new and unheard of way. Man henceforth finds room in God forever. Thanks to Jesus, we have an access to the eternal Father. We become children of this Father, brothers and sisters of Jesus. Heaven. This word, heaven, does not indicate a place above the stars, but something far more daring and sublime. It indicates Christ himself, the divine person who welcomes humanity fully and forever, the one in whom God and man are inseparably united forever. Man's being in God, this is heaven. And we draw close to heaven. Indeed, we enter heaven to the extent that we draw close to Jesus and enter communion with him. For this reason, today's solemnity of the ascension invites us to be in profound communion with the dead and the risen Jesus invisibly present in the life of each one of us. This is wonderful, you see. We become members of this risen Jesus. From the head to foot, our being is there with Jesus. Someday, we will rejoin him once and forever. This is our destination. This is our hope. This is our faith. Where Jesus is now, we will be one day. Because when he ascended, he said, I am now ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and to your God. And one day I will come back to take you, to be with you for eternity. This is amazing. How amazing that the all-powerful, all-knowing God, from whose hands span out the stars and planets of a million galaxies, from whose mind came the angels, how amazing that this God deigned to himself to take on human flesh, to become an embryo, a fetus, a baby, a boy, a young man, a grown man, and nail it to a tree, the Messiah. What love for us that he who did not now sin became, became sin in order that our sins might be forgiven. Because of Christ's passion, death, and resurrection, and because the Holy Spirit has been given to you, 
Your body has been made into something holy, a temple in which God wants to abide, in which he wants to live. Many people of our day live like live lives such as those ancient pagans. Many people regard their bodies merely as instruments of pleasure and think their bodies are merely useful. Many people think their bodies have nothing to do with God and believe they can do anything they want with their bodies. Some think they can likewise do anything they want with other people's bodies. The terrible results of such, thing, such thinking is seen all around us. See in the trafficking of women, child abuses, and in discussing sexual crimes against others. We should be careful how to care this body, the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is bought. It is bought by the blood of Jesus. It is not ours to use it as we want to use it. Yes, Jesus' body, now glorified, was in heaven. But the church, the gathering of all who believe and are baptized, would be his body on earth. The church would be his hands working in the world. The church would be his feet journeying from one place to another to bring the gospel. The church would be his voice teaching us what we must believe and do to be saved. St. Paul tells us how to live. Since you have been raised up to be with Christ, you must look for the things that are above, where Christ is sitting at God's right hand. Let your thought be on things above, not on the things that are on the earth, because you have died, and now the life you have is hidden with Christ in God. But when Christ is revealed and he is in your life, you too will be revealed with him in glory. May God give us, through his Holy Spirit, as this conclusion of the Easter season, to receive and empower it, energize it, enlighten it, and strengthen it with this Holy Spirit, and announce him to be real disciples and witnesses of Jesus Christ or the other one. Let's conclude with this prayer. O oh Lord Jesus,
I adore you, son of Mary, my savior and my brother, for you are God. I follow you in my thoughts, offers the fruits of our race, as I hope one day by your grace to follow you in my person into heavenly glory. In the meantime, do not let me neglect the urgent task that you have given me. Let me labor diligently all my life with a greater appreciation for the present. Let me realize that only by accomplishing through human fulfillment can I attain divine fulfillment and ascend to you as the completion of my work. God bless you.